Welcome to That's a Hard No, the podcast about saying no and setting boundaries to become the authentic and empowered you that this world needs. I'm Sarah Saunders. And I'm Heather Drago. For those of you returning, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate you and we're so glad you're finding our content helpful. A quick reminder, while Sarah is a licensed professional clinical counselor, this podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy with a mental health professional. If you are struggling with mental health issues, we welcome you on this journey, but also invite you to seek out professional help. Go to this episode's page on our website and click the link to find a therapist near you. (sighs) Hey, you guys, we're going to do things a little different this week. We are probably like you, exhausted. We're just so worn out. (laughs) And so we're just going to chat. We're going to have a conversation about how wiped out we are and what's going on in our lives and how we're dealing with the holidays and just we're just going to relax a little bit have a little christmas week chat and uh and talk about you know how we all cope during these weird exhausting dark times so anyway here's sarah hi sarah <laughs> hi heather <laughs> no i you guys i am everything is tired. My head, my body, my soul, like I am just exhausted. And I want everyone to know, like, for whoever needs to hear this, it is okay. If you are not in this holly, jolly holiday spirit, I also want you to know, like, it's okay if you don't have matching pajamas for your family. It's okay if you didn't send out Christmas cards. It's okay if you didn't make the Christmas cookies from scratch. Full disclosure, GFS sells Mm -hmm. packs of frozen pre-cutout cookies that you can just... I have bought those. Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. So, So like if you haven't made the homemade, you know fill in the blank. Like it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with clients and friends where they start out saying, well, I feel so bad. I didn't send out, I didn't bake the cookie. I was like, who cares if there's any year where you figure out what really matters to you and and what's unnecessary. This is the year. Mm -hmm. Like do, do what just you know, the bare necessities of what makes you happy. So a friend of mine just a couple hours ago was talking about how one year she just didn't have it in her. So instead of bringing out all the boxes and decorating the whole house, she did like the tree and stockings. And she's like, that's it. It's Christmas. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm physically exhausted, mentally exhausted. My brain is just fried. I just, yeah. Yeah. And, and this has been, a common theme. So like, I'm right there with you, Heather, friends that I'm talking to a lot of like a lot of the clients that I'm having conversations with, they feel the same way. And so that's why, you know, we kind of felt, let's just kind of talk and be real. I, Mm -hmm. I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but I'm human first, therapist second, and I don't want to just sit here and, you know, provide you guys with all these 
tools and tips and strategies. I just, I want to be real with you and let you know like what's going on. Um, What's interesting is I actually, I recently found this like saying, I actually posted it on my social, um, but I, it's, um, an unknown, uh, you know, author, but it says struggling somewhere along your path, you will struggle. It may be small, but it may also be devastating. You are not alone in your struggle. You can be happy, successful, and thriving in all aspects of your life and still struggle. Struggling Mm -hmm. is a part of everyone's path, but this season of your life will soon pass. This time of your life will just be a moment in the past. Never forget the strength behind the struggle. And I, I, I saw that and it's just like, I think at least for me, type A personality, Mm -hmm. someone that likes to have my structure and my routine, which is all out the window with Mm -hmm. three kids working from home Mm -hmm. during this pandemic. And every time I think of I'm struggling in some aspect, like the mom guilt just floods me and I feel like I'm failing. But the reality is, and after like, you know, reading that, it's kind of like all phases of our life, there's going to be struggle, but it's important to just own it, acknowledge it, see it like And allow yourself to be in the struggle, but also know that there is strength that will come from it. Yeah, I two thoughts come to mind as you talk about that. Like one is, you know, I've had so many conversations with people this year who've said, oh, I feel stupid complaining about this when I know you're going through cancer treatment or, you know, I've even caught myself. I have a loved one who has recently been diagnosed with cancer and is getting chemo. And so I catch myself saying, well, what I'm going through isn't as bad as what you are going through. And, you know, no, everybody's struggle, pain, stress, feelings are valid. And just because what you're going through, you know, in your mind may pale in comparison, it's still difficult. Like it's still valid to feel what you feel and, you know, give yourself some, care to mm-hmm. to deal with it right yeah the other thing is I think we all have I'm type a like you and I have very high expectations and I have this bullet journal and I have the, my whole life is is based on strategy my company is based on strategy what I do for people is based on strategy and so I am I mean that my whole every day is built around that and so what I've learned to do this year is oh sorry my computer is making noises but um anyway we're unplugged here. We're doing whatever. Right. So, (laughs) but, um, I always have these long to-do lists. And one of the things I forced myself to do this year is change the structure of my, my bullet journal literally so that I would have less space to write the to-do list. I have a smaller area of a page. Like I used to have a whole page for every day and now I put three days on a page. So like literally I have less room to write a to-do list. So I don't give myself too much to do. I had to lower my expectations. And I'm, I see a lot of um, colleagues on, on Twitter and other social media who they're very supportive of each other. And they say, you know, you are more than what you can produce. Mm. You are not just 
somebody who delivers things to other people, you are a person. And so I'm, you know, you're a human being, not a human human doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm recently reading, I've been started reading that burnout book. I don't know if you've heard about that one with the two twin women that uh, wrote it. And they talk about the, um, the syndrome of like human being versus human giver. You know, some people see other people as human givers rather than human beings. And so I've kind of, that really woke me up when I read that. And I, and I thought, oh, I actually do get treated that way sometimes. And I treat myself that way sometimes. And I need to stop doing that. So yeah, we just have to give ourselves a break. Yeah. And, yeah. and asking for help. I think right now in the season that I'm in, and I'm going to be real transparent, like um, Tristan turned six months yesterday The poor thing. I apologize if you can hear him. We had his six month um, well visit today and he got four shots. Um, So Justin's being a trooper and hanging out with him while we're recording. But I had, again, this vision in my head, like six months. um, I'm going to like, he's going to be sleeping through the night. That's not happening. I'm going to lose, have lost the baby weight. Yep. It's still there didn't happen. Um, The kids are going to be on a good routine. I'm going to be working at my office. Yep. Still working from home. Kids are Mm -hmm. not on a great routine. Right. So kids don't read these to do lists. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They're not on board with our plans. (laughs) Right. And and so it's just like these expectations. No one else had these for me. I had them for myself, but I, I just, I've really been struggling with accepting like where I'm at, accepting mm-hmm. how things are. And I, I'm all about mindset. You all know that. And I, I'm doing all of the things I'm starting my day with gratitude. I am, you know, listening to the podcast and reading the things. And it's like, it's still just, it's still just hard. It's hard. yeah, And that's okay. Yeah. And And so I just, I want everyone to know that if you are going through this hard season, reach out to someone. I'm seeking therapy myself and that's been wonderful. I'm talking to friends about it. Um, You know, Justin, he's been, he's been wonderful through all of it, Um, but it's, it's okay. And it doesn't make you weak. Mm-hmm. Talking about it and, you know, sharing your struggles and asking for help is actually so if we have a, a brief interruption or a weird snip between segments, we had a weird internet interruption. So apologies for that, but whatever. 2020, hashtag 2020. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, I was going to say that, you know, I think a lot of us feel pressure, especially parents, um, to be, like you said, holly jolly, happy and do all the things for Christmas. And a lot of us are just, I mean, this has been a long 10 months for everybody. And there's just a lot of continued grief and sadness. I know people in my family have lost loved ones um, or have loved ones in ICU now. I mean, it, there's a lot of sad news. Um, and there are other people who are just stressed out because of just the ugliness of our society right now. I mean, it's just been really rough. And so I think 
but we still feel this inward pressure to like put on the brave face. And so I think like you said, like it's important to just verbalize. Like I've had a lot of people just, you know, we've had some honest conversations say, I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I just, it's really hard to, to, you know, put on a happy face right now. And, um, and I think it's valid. I mean, I think we've talked before about grief and I think if you're feeling it, it's okay to feel it. I mean, I'm amazed I've been watching the news and I see these, this footage of like the healthcare workers, the first person in the state of New Jersey to get the the vaccine or whatever. And I start watching it thinking, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And I get choked up and cry like every time. And so it tells me I have some pent up feelings. Oh, there's the dog. Our Uber Eats (laughs) delivery is here. (laughs) What'd you order? We ordered Dave's Cosmic Subs because guess what? I'm tired and I don't feel like cooking. Good for you. So I was like, guys, we're ordering. You might hear a doorbell because we ordered pizza tonight. So, (laughs) you you know, it is what it is. Give yourself a break. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have to spend a lot of money. It was just like, you know what? I, I don't have it in me. Yeah, well, and and you bring up a really good point and something I wanted to touch on is just that like part of that exhaustion is we have been dealing with this pandemic for 10 months. And so it just happens to fall around yeah. this season, like the end of the year, we're still going through this. And, and we have many months to go. Right, right. You know, so today... My pediatrician, who I have a really great relationship with, we, you know, are colleagues in a way, excuse me, but we also, she's been with me through all three of the boys. And we sat in the office um, before starting to talk about Tristan and her and I just cried together, like, Mm -hmm. because as two, you know, working professionals, career driven with kids like you know it's it's just it's just hard and Mm -hmm. I think that the more that we can just not try and look at each other's highlight reels hashtag blast like all of these things that they have filters exactly and and just acknowledge this is so tough and Um, because I will say like meeting with my therapist, there was some talk about, I've been noticing, you know, some like postpartum depression coming up and Mm -hmm. I started expressing that to my pediatrician as well. I'm working through a lot Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, you know, the chicken or the egg, you know, is it truly the postpartum depression or is it the, the day and age that we're in right yeah. now with yeah. the pandemic. And so regardless of what it is, I don't want to place a label on it, but no. we have to be kind to ourselves. Yeah. You know, I think there are so many contributing factors. It, it, it Like you said, it doesn't necessarily matter what label it is other than to help you, you know, treat it and take care sure. of it. But, but like, yeah, even if you can't afford a therapist you know, there needs to be a trusted person to talk to and you just have to be real. Just like, you know, if you, if you, if you guys could see me right now, I'm wearing a pop nation headband and um, I've been wearing different colors of this headband for like three weeks now because my hands are in so much pain from my cancer meds. I cannot color my hair and I have like an inch of gray roots and I'm just like, 
whatever. I I just, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. And so, I mean, this is just what I can do right now. And, um, and that's enough. That's enough. Like I am enough. Exactly. And some days, you know what, if all you do is keep the kids alive, like that's enough. And yourself alive. It, well, yes, you yeah. need you need to stay alive. <laughs> relatively <Pulse> clean. <laughs> relatively clean. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. But but I mean honestly, like if routines have changed, if you so for me right now, yes, I love my morning routine. I love getting that workout in. I don't even have the energy or the motivation. And we talked about in the last mini. So like motivation, it is a skill. It's not something mm-hmm. that just comes natural. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to work on it. But and that's where I kind of was like, Oh, my gosh, like, I don't even have the motivation, or the drive to want to work out like that's not me. Like, I don't feel like myself. And even Justin was noticing like, Hey, sweetheart, like, what, what can I do? And and it took so much out of me, but I, I had to tell him, like, I need you to, to take more of, of the weight right now. Like, yeah. I just need you. And we even talked about what are things that I can take off my plate? What are things that, right. so for example, we started, um, our nanny, who is wonderful, um, we gave her a raise. And I said, you know, it would really be helpful. Because of course, of course, the boys sleep wonderfully for her. Um, (laughs) So she while I'm working, like she has gaps in the day. And, um, and so I was just like, you know, laundry, like, yeah, so right now, and I when I was able to delegate that I kid you not, like, she washes she dries, she folds. Oh, there you go. Are you ready for this? And she puts away. Uh, like, like yeah. literally, where is the easy button? And all it it's took run. <laughs> was for me to say, yeah. I can't do this. I need yeah. help with it. And she yeah. was like on it. And yeah. then she even like, she does dishes and she washed there my floors. Like yeah. it was just like, holy moly, all Mm -hmm. I had to do was verbalize and not try and take this responsibility on myself Mm -hmm. and just express that. And then you guys know how much I love my meal prep. I told Justin, you know what, I really think maybe for a couple of weeks, we should look into having like a delivery, depending on expenses, but you would be surprised with how much we spend with, you know, going to Costco, no, oh, yeah. You know, all of that, like yeah, just yeah. getting some meals delivered. It's so, kind of a wash. Yeah. Right. So so look at your plate and delegate where you can. You know, one of the things it takes though to delegate, and I'm gonna own up to something here, is trust. And 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 so I'm I'm an admitted control freak. Um, I have all the tabs open, like you talk about all the time and I'm managing a whole lot of different client accounts and family things and health things and all this stuff. And this year I've had to really work on trusting and delegating and, and trusting people to do a good enough job and being okay with what they do and not being a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. So for instance, I've been collecting Christmas ornaments since I was a child. I have my mother's I and like every year I would buy a specific thing and every vacation I would always let myself get a pair of ornaments and I'm it's a long story but I have a whole I have a whole thing about Christmas and why it's important to me and so 
So every year it's like I select which ornaments are going to go on the tree and I so I put the lights on and, I, and everything has to be just so. And this year I was like, guys, my hands are killing me. I can't do this here. You do it. And I had to be OK with it and like not yeah. futz and fix and hover mm-hmm. over people. Um, and, it, you know, same with some cookie things, same with some other holiday household things. And then at work, you know. Sometimes I've caught myself being the bottleneck with projects, with things not getting done on time or, you know, clients waiting for things. And I, I, my instinct is to do everything myself. And, Mm -hmm. and I've had to turn to, you know, I have trusted, really capable, really smart, loyal, reliable. You've built a team for a reason. I've built a team for a reason Mm -hmm. and I picked them for a reason. And so I've had to turn to them and say, Hey, could you guys, you know, take over on this, or could you fill this in? Could you take, and, and they're great. And, and I'm so happy with what they've done, but you know, it's, it takes a lot for me to like relinquish that control. Um, it's, you know, been carefully cultivated over many years. It's hard to break that habit. Yeah. And you know, Heather, it's interesting because as I'm, you know, thinking about it, Justin, my husband, like I trust him more than anyone. Mm-hmm. But ask me if I let him pack the diaper bag. Right. If I let him <laughs> It's not done just oh, the right way. Exactly. And so actually like when we went to Florida and you know I have all of my lists. For those of you type A's, you know, I mean it is it is you need a vacation after just packing and unpacking. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a big it's to like do. It's like a military operation. And Justin could tell we talk about temperatures, poor guy, married to a therapist. We, mm-hmm. t- you know, I tell him like my temperature is getting hot. He can tell my temperature is getting hot. He's like, what do you need? And I was like, well, I need to pack, you know, X, Y, and Z. And he's like, let me do it. And immediately I felt like someone just <gasps> like, I was like, no, no, yeah. you mm-hmm. can't do that. Yeah. Right. You never do it right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, but you know what? I was like, okay go ahead mm-hmm. and pack. And and then I was like, but what if you don't get the right things or, you know, whatever. And he's like, you'll figure it out. Right, Sarah? It's yeah. all figure outable, yeah. right? That's what you say all the time. <laughs> quote, unquote. Um, <laughs> but, but I guess in, in all, in all um, honesty and, you know, humor aside, like, let your husband, your significant other, let them pack the diaper bag. Let them... Mm-hmm empower them to because they know like they will figure it out Mm -hmm. and and it will all be okay and I Mm -hmm. feel like when I let Justin I was just like yep you take care of this you change the kids like before he wouldn't put the right pants on right or he didn't Mm -hmm. have the outfit the way that I wanted but guess what the kids are dressed and they are smiling mm-hmm. and that's all that matters. Right. So so I would just encourage you and this is something I have had to take my own advice and I've learned through trial and error, but just allow them to do a task and do not critique it, mm-hmm. but instead offer gratitude and let them know how much you appreciated them taking that off of your plate because when you do that they're going to continue right. to do that. Right. If you do the You're opposite. Reinforcing the behavior. Exactly. Yeah. Because I can remember, and I know I, I apologize, I digress, but we, like, 
the um, dishwasher, like for uh, so long. I was literally long. sitting waiting for the opportunity to talk about how I reorganize how everybody loads the dishwasher. Exactly. I have I mean, a very it's, strategic. It's pathological. Right. And then, and then finally he would be like, then you just do it. I, I don't uh, want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then he, he truly did stop doing it. And I was like, I just need it done. So I was like, you do it however you want to do it. Just mm-hmm. so it's something I don't have to do. Yeah, this is this is a battle I'm constantly struggling with myself because I'll see people doing it and I'm like, mm, 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 and I'm thinking, nope, not there, don't, nope. But I, you know, I'm trying to be good and not step on toes and discourage them because I I need their help, you know. Doing couples work, I kid you not, more fights stem from the dishwasher I and laundry. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So luckily my, my kids are older. And so now we have a rule where everybody does their own laundry. They're just, everybody's responsible. And it's been that way for a little while. You're just responsible for your own laundry. And the the big challenge now is I have a sock thief in my house Mm. who doesn't wash her own socks. And so I go to open my sock drawer and there's nothing that matches (laughs) there. So, um, my new rule is when she says, can I borrow a pair of socks? It's no. Wear your own dirty socks. I'm not going to get stuck with That's my dirty hard socks because no. you took my dirty <laughs> socks. No, you can't have my socks. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, which you know that the whole hard no, it it truly it leads me kind of in, to the next thing is that like you know setting boundaries around this time is really important. Oh, and yeah. you know if you don't feel up to cooking a meal, you know mm-hmm. a lot of us are just kind of having. Um, Christmas very very small and if you don't feel like cooking this big meal delegate you know ask for help or just say no I don't want to like Mm -hmm. and that's okay and it's also okay to have kind of a plan going into if you are going to be meeting with other people and setting the boundary of, you know, I am going to be wearing my mask or this is how long I'm staying or um, should people be tested before they get together? Absolutely. mm -hmm. Do not allow your people pleasing tendencies to create disalignment with your values and what it is that you want. Right. I've had a couple conversations with people who are getting pressure from their extended families to get together and they don't feel safe. And Mm -hmm. when I hear that, I think of one of the things you said, and I don't remember exactly which episode, but it was about how your your household, your immediate family comes first. They're your primary. Yeah. um, I don't know, unit that you have to protect. And Mm -hmm. so you know, once you told me that I kind of, I kind of, that really stuck. And, and so now I don't have any problem at all saying, you know, we all made a pact. The four of us made a pact that we're not going to expose each other. And so I'm sorry, but we're not comfortable doing that. And, um, you know, I don't feel bad about it anymore, but I know it's difficult. It's mm-hmm. difficult in the moment, especially if it's an older family member. Yeah. Um, you don't want to hurt their feelings. You know, we've, on Thanksgiving, we I made meals for my mom and for my father-in-law. We my father-in-law picked his up. We delivered my mom's, and then we sat um, and ha- we put the laptop up on the kitchen counter and we ate our 
our Thanksgiving meal around our little kitchen table with my father-in-law on Zoom. Like, you know, we did what we could. And sure. um, I feel like that's going to be how Christmas is. And it's a little sad, but, yeah. you know, it would be worse if something terrible were to happen to one of them or one of us. So, yeah. you know, I'm willing to, to, you know, you have to choose your hard. Yeah. I choose to have a, 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 a less fun Christmas this year so that I have more Christmases in the future. So, well, and, you know. and, and we're all so exhausted. I mean, I, like this has been a common theme. We've been talking mm-hmm. about it and it actually takes more energy out of us to do something that is out of a line with what yeah. we really want. Mm-hmm. And so we need to preserve our energy. Yeah. And part of doing that is by setting those necessary boundaries right. and doing what feels most comfortable to you. Yeah, because when you say yes and you don't really want to, then there's all the the anxiety you feel. There's the imaginary conversations you have in your head leading up to and after. Yeah. There's just and just all the stress around it. And just sure. it is exhausting in itself. And you know, there are lots of creative ways to to be together with people or or share love. I just discovered while I was ordering our Uber dinner today that you can send an Uber meal as a gift to someone. Mm-hmm. So you could buy buy your loved one dinner and right. and meet remotely over FaceTime or something yeah. like that. I yeah. you know there's there's lots of ways to show love. Um, yeah. which actually leads me to something else I wanted to talk about, which is you were talking about gratitude earlier mm-hmm. and um one of the ways I find comfort is, is just trying to help others. And so we don't have a lot of money to spend. Um, and we'll talk about this in a minute. I just had to spend many, many thousands of dollars on a new furnace. Um, but we've been doing things like donating to the Greater Cleveland Food Bank and the Greater Cleveland Hunger Network. And my company's donating to the Save Our Stages campaign for independent music venues. And um, it it makes me feel better to know I'm part of the solution, you know, um, during this difficult time, even though it's a very small amount, every little small amount adds up. So, you know. Yeah. Well, and uh, one of the things that I really enjoy to do again, because we're all freaking exhausted, is just Venmo like $5 to a friend here and there of just like coffee on me today. And then you can... Oh, that's a cute idea. Yeah. And then you can't even set up kind of like a Zoom or a FaceTime, you know, coffee date or, Mm -hmm. you know, just a virtual hug and like, here's a coffee type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we talked about creativity being such a, a... great outlet like Mm -hmm. I know it sounds silly but you know sitting down with your kids and drawing a picture or coloring or doing something like that and you know sending a gift that way sending snail mail like Mm -hmm. I I don't know if it will ever get old receiving like mail like physical mail cards or letters not not bills (laughs) but just yeah that's old already just just cards and things like that and so Mm -hmm. that's an idea to or even write a letter you know, to someone mm-hmm. rather than a text message or an email, but a card is just, yeah. I, but, it, but that's, I'm, I'm, that's my love language is yeah. that the gift giving, receiving gifts as, you know, in the words of affirmation. So, yeah. Yeah. But I do think one of the ways 
if you're feeling sad, especially at holiday time, and also if you're stressed for finances, is you know, if you can't give, then doing something creative or thoughtful, just something thoughtful, you know, shoveling someone's sidewalk, you know, like an elderly neighbor, um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever you can do, sometimes that helps. Absolutely. Um, I know that financially we're a little strapped right now. Um, a lot of people we know are just because of everything. And we're also, you know, what's going to happen next year. So we're trying to like be as conscientious about finances as possible. So one of the things we've done is kind of toned down Christmas a little bit. We're not, we're not, not everyone in my family's exchanging presents and we're doing some homemade, you know, cookies and granola and things like that. Um, and I think that's okay. I don't yeah. think any, you know, it kind of makes you think about well, what, what is this whole season about really? Mm-hmm. And does it have to be all the, presents and packages and all the busy stuff, you know. And and I think that's hard right now too because everybody is so sick of hearing like it's more quality time. <laughs> like yeah. we have all been yeah. in close yeah, quarters no. with everyone. Yeah. But I I do think it's really important at least for me and especially being home for this long, I am trying to minimize like minimize minimalize, simplify like mm-hmm. the clutter and the stuff. And mm-hmm. so um yeah, actually like playing board games or you know doing something gifting your time in a different way. And part of Justin and I, we recently, um, we took the boys to Florida and we took our nanny. We drove straight through. We went to Panama City Beach. It was a 14-hour drive. We chose that location because um, we found a really great house that we knew it had a pool, a private pool. We um, drove straight through because of the pandemic, we didn't want to stop anywhere. We stayed at that house the entire time, but we just wanted to wear our mom and dad hats. And that Mm -hmm. was a way for us to really have, you know, that quality time that gifting Mm -hmm. our kids a different version of, of us that they don't always get on a daily basis. Right. Um, And so I would just, yeah, encourage you to, you know, shift that language, shift that mindset into, um, you know, sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor with your kids, building with them, coloring with them, you know, just bonding in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And don't worry about being perfect. Yeah. Just, yeah. Let it go. Right. So I, I just, I wanted to, you know, just let people know that although, you know, on these mini-sodes, I provide a lot of, you know, um, research-based strategies and tips and, you know, I'm, I just also want everyone to know that I'm human and, um, you know, I, I struggle too. And yeah. as a professional, a mental health professional, you know, during this time, a lot of people are feeling the way I'm feeling, the way Heather's feeling, the way you're feeling. And so I want you to know that you're not alone and, um, and reach out to us. You know, if you guys need anything, we can direct you to, you know, services. Um, but also we love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
starting, I don't know, next week or the week after, like we're going to start reading some comments and reviews and some emails, just wonderful feedback we've been getting. And, and um, we'd love to hear more from people, you know. Um, I just wanted to add one more thing about the fatigue and the holidays and stuff like that is if you can gift yourself some time off, just like literally alone time, just, and I know that, you know, I've told clients and stuff, okay, I'm going to be off, you know, I'm going to try to take some time off. And then mentally I'm like, but really I'm going to sit at my, on my office and I'm going to do this and that and the other, you know, like I'm going to get all these things off my to-do list and you know, no, I need to sit down. I'm tired. I've been through a lot and I need to just have some, chill time and watch, you know, a Harry Potter marathon or something, you know, just like do nothing for a while. Mine like would sometimes... be new girl, new girl marathon. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. What have you been watching? Like, have you caught up on any or binged on any series or any? I'm just curious to like, let's, since we're chatting, have you I done know. any like... I... I honestly, I wish that I could say I have, but I mm-hmm. am so exhausted by the time just go to bed. I just, I go to bed, but then I'm up multiple times a night. But yeah. if, if I can, I, I, I listen to music and I, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, never watched the TV show community ever when it was like actually on, it's like a half hour sitcom on NBC. And so it's on Netflix. And so we've just, you know, every night we maybe watch one or every other night we watch one episode. So we're slowly making our way through this series. I think we're in year three at this point. So um, that's like been the one thing that like, it's also very stupid and lighthearted and funny. And so we just, it's like after watching like terrible news, we'll be like, let's put on a community yeah. and what a I, palate cleanser. What know? I will say, and I am not caught up, but I have been recording This Is Us. That is like... Is it good? Oh my god! I never gosh. watched it. It is. It's... I used to watch Parenthood. If any of you listeners um, used to watch that and then they, they just stopped it. Um, yeah. And I was like heartbroken. So This Is Us has replaced Parenthood for me. And I love it. Oh. Is yeah. it a tearjerker though? I've heard it's oh, sort of a tearjerker. Oh, I don't know if I can handle. I can't handle any more emotions. I have all the emotions already. <laughs> I know. I, I yeah. literally like. I I I choke up at things so yeah. easily these days. Me it's too. Just, Commercials, everything. Yeah. If I if I see any act of kindness, I just mm-hmm. immediately am bawling. Yeah. It's just there was um someone shared on Twitter there was a, a children's hospital recently and they there were um. They hired like um this community group. They hired uh, like a like a bucket, and someone stands in. It's a bucket truck, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they go up, and they um they had a whole fire. They have firefighters with this thing, and then they um put Santa Claus in the bucket, and he went up to all the windows of the children's oh. rooms at this hospital to say hello, and he would call them on the phone so the kids could see him and talk to him on the phone. I was like bawling, bawling <laughs> watching this. On yeah, Twitter. Like, yeah. You know, I just every little thing just makes me cry. And I yeah. think it's just there's so much bad news in the world that when I see good news, I get all emotional. Right. And, you know, so I think I, you handle, handle tearjerker TV. <laughs> no, I hear you. But I did want to circle back really quick about mm-hmm. just like taking time for yourself because I and this is something I struggle with, but something I'm exercising that muscle to get better at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But 
it's it's going to be hard at first and yeah. you may especially if you're a mom of younger kids um you may feel guilt about yeah. that mom guilt about like like I know for me and I'm just speaking on my behalf but it's like I feel bad especially as a working mom that I need a break from my kids three kids yeah. like it's like a lot it's a lot of kids and, I had two and I thought that was a lot so, yeah and three yeah. three and under like I mean they all are have very specific needs right now and they're all going through different things and so I think especially as a mom I'm kind of like I I shouldn't need a break from my kids or that makes me a bad mom that I want separation from them mm-hmm. but but it is okay. And it is natural. It is natural to need that solitude and to be alone and honoring that and recognizing you are still a great mom. Even if you need time away from your kids, even if you need time away from your spouse, like that is okay. Yeah, you're not a human giver. You're a human being. You're allowed to just be for a little while. I I remember when I was, when I had my little ones and and they were five years apart, but still they were, it was a lot when they were little. When you go from one to two, it's not like twice as much. It's like exponential. So like it's, you know, it's squared. And then with three, I'm imagining it's cubed, you know, and you're no longer doing man to man defense. It's zone defense at that point. So, um, I just remember by the end of the day, by the time my husband got home, I was so tired of people touching me. I was yeah. like, if one more pu- person comes near me, I'm going to punch them in the face. <laughs> I could like get away from me. Yeah. Um, and I just needed a break. And that's when I would go paint. You know, that mm-hmm. was my my safety. That was my me time. Yeah. And I wore myself into the ground doing it, but I had to. I had mm-hmm. to. Um, I was having a conversation recently about someone who's a, who's a working mom. And uh, with a person who's a working mom, a good friend of mine, and, you know, she's running her business out of her home and she has this little kid and she's exhausted and she's stressed out and she's, she just feels so trapped in her house. And so I said, you know, I have those days too. And what I do is, and I don't know if this, I bet other people, I would love to hear other people's ideas for this, by the way. So like listeners, like send in your ideas because we can share them with everybody, but um, like I do a drive through the Cleveland Metro parks. I mean, they have these long winding roads and it's beautiful. And you could just, you could listen to a podcast. I've sometimes if I have a, I know I'm going to have a long business call. I do it in the car while I'm driving through the Metro parks, mm-hmm. just to like get a change of scenery or something. And I just make sure the call's recording so that I can, you know, take notes or, yeah. um, or the other thing is I recently found out that our local public library extended their Wi-Fi so that it reaches further into their parking lot. Mm. So you can go sit in your car by yourself and work on your laptop away from your kids or have a meeting. You know what I mean? So I'm going to start taking advantage of that. Sure. So I, f- I feel like, like, again, that creative thinking, like if you need to separate yourself for a little while, just get a break and be by yourself. Maybe go sit in that parking lot at the library and watch a movie without people clamoring for what's for dinner and all that stuff, you know? So how about you? Do you have ideas like that? Yeah. Well, so for me right now, actually, so I have an office space that is not completely done yet. Um, but 
And I have that perfectionistic tendency where I'm like, I can't go to the office until everything is like done to the nine. And Justin and I had a very serious talk about this. And starting in January, I am, I'm going to start still doing just virtual appointments, but I am Mm going to be um, working at my office space. And so I think that's something that's really going to help with that separation. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it had to do with the mom guilt of like, well, I need to be able to know nurse the baby or whatever. And after talking to the nanny, she's like, um, it, it would actually be better if you yeah. are not here. And so I'm to like, do my job if mommy isn't exactly, always Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I yeah. needed to hear that. But again, because of all of the stinking changes happening, yeah. that was just one more change. And yeah. it was, it's hard for me. So, so that's, you know, helpful, but, um, but yes, you know, strapping those babies in the car, they're all secured, buckled, going for a car ride. Like, you know, that's super helpful. Um, and then even just kind of like switching up the direction of where you are working. So you might, your mm-hmm. desk might be pointed that way, you know, pointing mm-hmm. it a different way. I, yeah. some people, and they do have like canvases that you can get or images that you can get of like a window outside, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, I shared on on our newsletter, I shared and I can put this on our show notes. There's this website you can go to called pictures of the windows of the world. And it rotates and it shows you outside. There are people all over the world that set up cameras pointing out their window. And then if it goes through, so you'll be like Romania, Italy, Greece, Switzerland, like literally you can watch out someone's window for half an hour. It's really cool. And I am in a windowless office. Sure. So so I think for me, the biggest thing that helps me because I absolutely have felt like suffocated, Mm -hmm. felt trapped, felt stuck. And in those moments, I honestly, I just stand outside for like two or three minutes. And I just, I know I've talked a lot about breath work, but just really taking in the air especially the cold, you know, just kind of helps, but just that fresh air, just take a couple breaths, use your senses. What do you see? What do you feel? Just, it kind of helps ground you. Um, and just know that how you feel is valid, Yeah, but you can also take necessary steps to get out of that, that you don't have to stay there. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do some self care. Yeah. Reach out to people. Take time for yourself. Yeah. I think those are all really good strategies. Yeah. So thanks for uh, listening to us chat and kvetch and complain. And <laughs> um, I hope you have someone in your life you can talk to the way I can talk to Sarah. Um, and um, reach out to us if you have questions or need help finding resources. We're here for you. And we wish you and your family a wonderful holiday season. And although we are very tired, we (laughs) also want to let you know that 2021 is going to be epic with the guests that we have coming up for you guys. The mini-sodes, we have so much awesome content that's going to be coming your way. So please, if you like these episodes, make sure to share on social, tag us in it. Um, 
yeah, review us, give us a rating. And the more, the more good reviews and ratings we get, um, the higher we are in the search algorithm so people can find us. Um, and the more listeners we get, you know, it just, it grows and grows. So, yeah. And I'm, and I'm also very open to providing content based on what you guys want. And so maybe I'll just do, um, a comment box that, you know, what kind of content are you guys looking for that I can provide in minisodes? You yeah. just let us know. Or what... tell us on our website. Exactly. Contact form. Perfect. Just, just tell us, tell us what you want. What do you want, people? What do you want? <laughs> I want sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want my dinner. My dinner's waiting for me yes. downstairs. So yes. thanks again for listening, you guys. And, you know, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Happy all the things. Um, and if you're not feeling happy, just know that we're thinking about you. We care about you. And uh, we'll be back the week after Christmas. So the first week of January on Tuesday, January 5th. But until then, we're going to take a little Christmas break and uh, get some rest like we've been telling all of you to do. So take care of yourselves and we'll see you next year. Bye for now. Welcome to the Bravery Academy. My name is Emma Ferris and I'm your host. This podcast is crafted to share the stories of courageous individuals who've overcome adversity and found the courage to live their best lives. We'll explore the science of well-being, courage and connection and interview top thought leaders, game changers and survivors. And it's from these stories that we learn what resilience is, how to heal, how to recover and how to be brave.